even say nice things, dear, before they do. All right, enough of that silliness. Uh, it is time for the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. I'm one of your hosts, Pam Benjamin. Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, will be joining me in person, and that's very exciting. Ow. Around 12.15, that'll be happening. So I'm super jazzed that she's going to be in the studio today. Ah, yeah, and this is the last time that I will see her for a whole month as I am making the great Deus Ex Machina to Greece, and I'll be gone for a whole month, and I will try not to think about this place at all. I really hope it doesn't fall apart. I'm sure it won't. I have no illusions of grandeur that this is anything bigger than it is, but it'd be nice if it could work without me for a little bit, for a minute. I'd, I'd like that. And then when I come back, oh my God, hitting the ground running for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, 7th Annual, October 9th, now through the 16th. Filling out those permits for Phoenix Day on the 16th so that we can have a huge block party here outside Mutiny Radio. Along with 49 other block parties in the city. Won't that be fun? Amazing. All part of Livable SF. They're the ones who do Sunday streets. Check those out once a month in all the neighborhoods. Bringing community back to San Francisco. Boom. Uh, and MutinyRadio.fm and .sf is trying to do exactly that by having podcasts and comedy shows. Free comedy. I'm a socialist. And it's just stage time for people. And I'm really excited about the comedy festival. It's going to be great. So apply. You can apply until this Sunday, the 31st. Check it out. So thanks for joining me today. Latoya will be here. I'll play some fun stuff or whatever until she comes because ugh, I don't want to talk to you by myself. If you want to give me a call, 415-550-0511. That's the number of Mutiny Radio. We have a lot of great new shows. Ugly Sundays on Sunday, 4 to 6. And we're like cypher madness now. We've got we've got the Oakland Mind on Fridays from 8 to 10. And then now we have Ugly Sundays and Old Soul Radio. So three different cypher shows. Rappers, socially conscious hip-hop artists, making beats, doing things, believing in themselves and their communities. Yay! It's hard to be positive, but we should stay that way. I know, the world is very scary right now. And I just have to take things in stride, and so do you. Okay, uh, the Sheriff of Truth will be here. She'll teach me all about what's going on in the news, because I really can't even pay attention right now. I'm so 100% mutiny radio and trying to organize my exeunt that... I, I'm like, oh, can people not have abortions anymore or something? I don't know. Is there... Everyone's going on vacation, right? It's August. Do we all get a month off or... Ugh, I'm just so blinded. I live in such a 
fragile reality of my own creation. And it has very little to jive with the reality I know everyone else is living in. So, woo! <laughs> Another fun factoid. Um, marijuana is super illegal in Greece. So I'm just not going to smoke weed for a month. I'm actually not going to smoke anything. I'm going to not buy any cigarettes when I'm there either. It's like, I would rather spend my euros on something else. And I'm not going to, I'm just not going to smoke things the entire month of August. And that's amazing because I smoke so much weed. It's insane. But I'm kind of looking forward to this big detox of, I mean, what, what it'll do emotionally and to my, but it, it, I'm going to be in Greece. Like, come on. Like, how can I possibly be in a bad, oh no, I don't get to smoke weed for a month. Like, come on. And tough my way through anything. And it's beautiful. It's amazing. What, I'm going to be in a bad mood on my vacation because I can't smoke weed? Please. I embrace it. I am actually. I'm going to embrace it. So it's just not even going to be part of my reality. So I'm going to be eating cheese pastries and looking at cats and walking around. Old, old rocks. All new thoughts. It's going to be great. I'm bringing a whole new notebook, a completely empty notebook. And I'm just going to transfer some of the important information from my current notebook into my new notebook. But I'm leaving the old notebook at home, which has, you know, good. Leave it. All right. I'm going to play some music and stuff. And we'll be back with Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, here on the AltaCast, MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. Oh, and uh, follow us on Instagram at MutinyRadioSF and also at Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Because that's coming up and you should know what's happening. And I'm going to try to get someone to run that Instagram because I have no idea how it's supposed to work. Okay.
So this is a recording of War Bison the other day at um, the Parkside. And I just recorded it and sent them. And this was all like before they started playing and all this crazy stuff. And we're going to see if when the band starts playing and they're amazing. They fucking murdered it. And it was amazing to see them because they're not going to play again for a while. Let's see. Let's. Oh wait, this isn't the war bison thing. What is this? Oh, this is the under trio on Tiki Desk. This is amazing. Uh, oh. Sorry about that, dead air, friends. Uh, that was the under trio on. Oh, they're still playing. They were just being silent.
the bomb drop and the tsunami makes swimming pools and parking lot. The bankers were broke and the politicians beat. The hippies and the punks went dancing in the street. It's just a dream. I have. Oh, it's just a dream. It's just a dream I Trio, follow them on Instagram or wherever you can. Underscore Trio. So we were at a Tiki Desk concert, which happens at JW's house, and you should check that out for sure. That's also he streams live on the Mutiny Radio SF Instagram. That's exciting. He's had the under trio on a lot. He has comedy shows and other amazing things. So check him out.
yellow in the monitor. So we're still listening to the Tiki Desk concert, the Under Trio. Check them out. This was a live recording on my stupid iPhone. Latoya, the chef of truth, is here, but we're going to chill for a sec and let her get acclimated and enjoy some more Under Trio.
That's the way we work at a computer. It's all to cast time. Everything will eventually get done when it's supposed to get done. Hello. Hi, everyone. And here's the other crazy thing. I've been ordering some weird stuff because my buddy Nikos wants things in Greece. And someone stole the package from my house yesterday. Oh, no. So I wasn't going to come here. I was kind of holding the day off because I wanted to receive this package, but I had to come in. What did I have to leave for? I was there all day. That's the thing that's crazy, too. Anyways, it said that the package was delivered, and they took a picture of it on top of the mailboxes. But then when I got home, there wasn't anything there. And then the building manager says nothing. And so someone, and it's weird camera equipment. Who's People get packages all the time at my place, and no one steals them. Why my packages on the one day where, so now we have to reorder this stuff, and it has to come, and it costs 200 bucks. And I'm like, and I need to get it before I leave next week to Greece. Because the whole point of it is that it costs more to send it to Greece than it does to send it with me on a plane, which is weird. But International, yeah. That's why whenever I have to travel abroad, if I'm going to see family, my aunt's always requesting me to bring something to Shanghai to her. And I'm like... Because, of course, the postage and international. Right, and you can't send certain, you can't bring certain things to China. Like, Facts. they don't allow. Is Shang? Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, 
So I'm, that was like a thing that was, made me nervous today. Like, so a bunch of weird things. So first it's that, and then, then someone steals our recycle can? So I get a call from Scotto comes and he goes, yeah, so the garbage, black garbage can is filled with garbage and the blue one's gone. And I'm like, what? Because they didn't take the garbage last week. I'm like, what is going on? I can't leave for Greece with a full can of garbage because then it's just no one knows how to deal with garbage. They just keep throwing garbage on there and they just be all over the street. The entire place would be filled with garbage. And so then he goes, oh, no, no, the garbage is just late. So he put out, so thank God the black garbage got taken. But the, someone stole our blue can, so now I've got to deal with this blue can. Or we just don't recycle for a month, and it's like, okay. You know what's funny is every time I come here, I always see someone eyeing the blue uh, recycling garbage like it's gold. Like, what the it's, fuck? I mean, don't get me wrong. Aluminum and recycling, you can make, you know, a little bit of coin. Uh, but it's just... Yeah, like stealing recycling is is a thing. But our can, the whole fucking and can. the can we Scotto painted it so it says two seven eight one mutiny FM on the side of it, so it should be easy to find. Wouldn't that be funny if if you or somebody, one of the comedians or associated with mutiny, just saw it and be like, "Hey, man, that's our cat, our trash." We've gotten recycling stolen here before years ago, right? It's been a while. I don't remember. But maybe the, what I'm thinking, hopefully, is that recycling came and they went, this can is so old and gross. We're just going to take the whole thing and we're going to give you a new one. That's what I'm hoping happened. I mean, that's the only thing I can imagine. Because why would anybody want the grossest? It's the grossest one on the corner. Living quarters so, or some. So I was hoping, like... Okay, best case scenario, best case scenario at home, somebody took the stuff and they're going to put it in front of my door later. Best case scenario here, they took the garbage can and they're planning on replacing it. Either way, like, other people get packages all the time. They still get stolen. Why my package? I never get things delivered. And now I'm like, so I can't get things delivered to my house? Like, Well, there is, like, a real heightened in, like, uh, and and unfortunately burglaries and home invasions which has been freaking me the fuck out because actually uh what was that friday night i got home uh my tenant slash my friend and we went to go see nope that movie was terrible um and then she had noticed that her uh outside rug had been messed with and she was kind of freaked out because she lives by herself downstairs and so um come to find out uh, she has a camera outside. Somebody was at her door, and somebody could have been peeking in or what have you. And this is in the daytime. And I guess my partner had been walking the dogs when this happened because <clears throat> we don't have – she has a camera in front of her place, but now we're going to get a camera because um, we're on the top floor with overlooks. Right, right, right. Because so you can see kind of the street a little bit. There's – unfortunately, I'm one of those people that are on next door and stuff like that and hear the shenanigans, what happens in all the different neighborhoods. And in, in, in every neighborhood here at SF so far, there has been some packages, a lot of hiding and packages getting stolen and, and burglaries. Because then plus the cops – Ha they don't do anything about those nah, things either. Well, hopefully I just get to press like resend and get my packages. I, I mean, Jesus. Anyway, yeah, things are falling apart. Someone was shot um, on 6th Street out right outside of OMG. 
Where? Um, what day? It was a Sunday, Saturday, in the, and it was. They said it was about eight o'clock, oh, and um, Rakesh was inside getting the bar set up for the night, and then he went outside and he was like, "What's going on?" And everything was blocked off, and right across the street from OMG, it was a drug thing, and someone got shot and died. I was like, whoa. And that's like, I mean, I'm there all the time. I just think about stray bullets and stuff like that. He did he hear did he hear something go pop, pop, pop? No, he was inside listening to loud music. Oh. But um Ooh. when he went outside, everything was cordoned off and ca- cautions. He was like, What's going on? And so went across the street and Dude, but that's you know, I'm not surprised about Sixth Street because they've let it turn into a cesspool for years on end like i don't even like to walk on sixth street sometimes but man yeah shit is shit's popping off even more you know every time i hear fireworks i'm assuming that they're gunshots yeah and looking at stray bullets i don't want to die yeah that's yeah that i mean that shit's scary but you my friend are going to greece i know and i'm super bummed because i have a cold sore right now and I have a non-COVID head cold, and it sucks. And I know why I got these. It's because I had to do the colon cleanse for the colonoscopy that didn't happen. Uh, they fucked up and gave me the prescription. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I didn't get a colonoscopy last week. They just took out my IUD. We were just... I know. We were so excited. Yeah, well, and it, it fucked my shit up because... Oh, my God. They, they gave me... In my last appointment, they gave me the... Um, they gave me the stuff, the colon cleanse shit. And they said, before your next appointment, do this, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, oh, of course my next appointment on the 21st is a colonoscopy. And it was getting my IUD out. But I thought, well, why would they give me this stuff if they didn't want me to take it? So I did all that stuff. I took a day off of work. It was totally difficult. I did this whole cleanse. I fasted for 24 hours. My entire body was like clear of everything, but then I also removed all the good flora from my gut. So that that helps with the healthy bacteria to protect. All the yeah. So they I flushed everything out of my body, and then which is dangerous around Corona time too. Well, all the stuff, and then it didn't happen. So and now and now I have like a little bit of a head cold, and I got I got a cold sore because I stressed out my body so much that I just got a sickness, and it's not COVID. It's just. It's just a head cold. It's not a big deal. Well, you, like you said, you flushed out all the the good bacteria nutrients that yeah. you need. So wait, why? <clears throat> excuse me. Why? Why cancel? They fucked up. So they never. <laughs> so here's the thing. They Jeez. never scheduled the colonoscopy, but they gave me a colon cleanse. <laughs> for. But they scheduled a different appointment. They scheduled an appointment for my IUD removal, and I thought, well, obviously all of this is happening at once because they prescribed me the colon cleanse stuff. And so I read all the instructions on the colon cleanse and it says, before your next appointment, do as doctor directs. And I'm like, okay, and here's all the instructions. And so I did it. And I was like, this is pretty flippant for like a, for a colonoscopy. And so I did all this stuff and I get there and they're like, no, no, that's, that's like a, that's something different and everything. And I was like, why, why would you send me with the prescription? Like what? And they're like, well, we didn't even schedule that yet. And I'm like, then why would you? Why would you send me home with a big bucket of stuff that says take it before your next appointment? It was their bad, really. But they don't care. I mean, anyway, so it kind of sucks because now I'm, you know, I leave. I leave at this time next week. I'm going to be in Greece. I don't. And usually when I'm on a plane, I get sick anyway because it's just that I don't want to be sick on my 
vacate. I mean, it, this should be over soon because it's just a stupid head cold. It's been happening since like Saturday night. And so like, come on. It just sucks because like all these, I'm so prepared to leave. And then, you know, I was trying to get all my appointments done, my STD things, my stuff, just trying to get everything prepared before I leave. And now because I tried to prepare too much, now I got sick. And now I'm trying to get rid of the sickness, but I still have to do all this stuff, which is stressing me out. I've got to finish the application for your thing. I've got to finish this grant application with all of these things. I've got people canceled on me for things they were supposed to do in my absence. I had to reschedule that. Like, I've got this huge list of things to do. And I'm sick. Like, and I still have to host all my shows. I'm not drinking this week. I mean, I'm taking the, obviously, because I'm sick. But then also, I was like, I'll just take the week off of drinking. But it's like... Jesus, can I just go on vacation? Like, no. <laughs> just to prepare. I knew it was going to be like this, and I've been trying to prepare. In, I just didn't know about this grant, you know? And so that's like the last thing on my plate. But it's like, ah. <sighs> anyway. We don't need anything else before you go on that plane. Well, how about that? Yeah, and, and the whole thing with the garbage. And I'm like, does anyone know how to run this place in my absence? And people say they do, but... Like, I, and if it falls apart, whatever. It fucking falls apart. Who cares? It won't it's not fall brain, apart. It's not brain surgery. It doesn't matter. And I kind of don't care. Like, someone even said to me, they're like, you hope it falls apart so everybody will be like, we, we need Pam. I'm like, no. I don't want it to fall apart. I, I'd i like to be able to leave. I, I don't like that I feel married to six days a week. I have things to do for this place. Six days out of seven a week, I have things to do, to do for here that I have to get done. And it's like, ugh. you know, for what? So, so people can have a fun hobby. Okay, great. So, like, I'm the Hobby Lobby. Well, put it this way: this time next week, while the rest of us in this country will be suffering, you will be up in the ur or on a Greek island, just chilling like Bob Dylan on penicillin. I know? hope so. I you hope will. I can get rid of this sickness before I leave. I cannot be. I was sick at the end of my. In 2018, when I was coming back from Italy, I got a cold at the very end. The last two days in Rome were just awful. I just wanted to get home. I hated Europe by that point. I hated Rome. <laughs> no, because I was sick. I got a cold, and it was Ryan Air. And it was oh, awful. Oh, Aryan Air. It oh was terrible. Yeah. And I got a cold from it, and it was. I just ended up sitting in an, the, this room in an Airbnb for the entire, like, all of... The last two days, and it was a nightmare. And Jonathan was like out doing things. He didn't want to do anything either, but he's like, "These are the last days. What are we just?" I was like, "I can't. I'm sick. I can't." And then <laughs> to go like, on a long flight with being that yeah, ill, it was is, is torture. It's and now with a mask. I don't know how that's gonna go with like having a mask. And anyways, hopefully I get over this. You will. You I think before next. I, yeah, if you you caught it right on time, you know, at least you didn't call, catch it this coming Saturday. Right. You know, I think within a span's week of time or even like, how are you feeling now? Are you listen. Well, at my head, you can hear it in my voice. I've got a head cold, yeah. but like, you know, I feel like I just feel like my head's fluffy. It's there's nothing dripping out of me even. It's just like fluffiness in my nasal cavity. Come Thursday, Friday, you probably start to feel a little better. It's almost you. like allergy it's like i've had like serious allergens but i don't know i'm not allergic to anything so who knows whatever and i think allergies are people getting sick anyways i think when people go i have allergies it's like yeah you got a cold 
<laughs> you liars. I got a problem with cocaine. I definitely don't have that. Someone offered me some ketamine on Sunday, and I turned it down. Oh, special yeah. K. Well, because I, they were like, oh, did you want to do some? And I was like, no, I'm going to the punchline, and I was hoping I would get up at the punchline, and I couldn't do ketamine, and then... Oh, but yeah. I didn't. I didn't get up. So no, that's actually a good thing. You did not do any special K with you starting to get your head cold. Yeah, that would have been that would have been like yeah, yeah that that wouldn't have felt felt good at all. I've been sick after a night of heavy uh, partying, and not because of the narcotics, because I got a cold and a sore throat and all that jam. Yeah, post nasal drip and all that nonsense. Yeah. So responsible for uh, you. Yeah, I just want to fast forward until next week because and and the and past me just gets it all done because the list the list is like so long it's like i I mean i guess if i don't i guess it's okay if i don't do the event brights it's just that the website's being built and like i in my absence and i've I've got all the schedules for the shows right now, tentatively, everybody who's agreed to certain times and all these things. So I can release the schedule. The tickets just aren't available yet. So that's fine. Yeah, I would wait. It'll be better when you come back anyway, because if you have an event right on for so long, people are going to forget about it. Sure. You know, people have, have short attention spans now. Right. So even sometimes if you put things in on a month in advance, people will be like, oh, I forgot about that. Sure. But yeah, I, I'm I, like too far in advance. Yeah. So I totally probably when you come back, that's something that I've learned when I've uh, done events or what have you. It's just like if I do sometimes a month in, it's just all the way at the bottom um, of Eventbrite. Um, yeah, I'm just nervous about accomplishing everything when I get back. And it's not, and that's the thing, I don't want to ruin my vacation by thinking like, like, oh my God, I have so much to do when I get back. And I do, and that's why I'm trying to front load myself so that I don't, so when I get back, it's I don't feel like, holy fuck, I've got a lot of shit to do. Don't think like that. Yeah. I guess it's it's it'll yeah like you said it'll ruin your vacation and it'll ruin your vibe yeah don't be in your head worry about that shit when you come back yeah well yeah and I've got and I'm not gonna smoke pot when I'm there because it's illegal so I'm gonna take a month off of smoking weed and I'm not gonna smoke cigarettes just because it's an no unnecessary expense no, I'm not gonna even bring any I'm just not even gonna think about it it's like it's just I'm just not gonna have weed for a month Ooh, you better than me well no it's just like it's, I mean, it's, it's a not there. Oh, I know. I mean, I, I've, I've learned to. Of course, you can't take flowers, y'all, on international waters. But I've learned to pack a few edibles in my luggage when I'm checking it in. So, but you'll I probably be on a natural high anyway. So. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not checking anything. I'm, I'm only taking my backpack. Um, that's all I'm taking. So, and the stuff I have to take for Nikos if it ever comes. Um, but yeah, so I'm not even checking any baggage and I'm just not even I don't even want to have it around because I just don't even want to think about it like if I have it it'll be like I'll be like miserly about it or I'll be like oh this is it and now it's gone but if it's like out of sight out of mind I'm fine like I don't and if it becomes this big thing like I can't imagine that it becomes this huge stressor for me like I don't have any weed to smoke it's like please You've whatever done, you've done it before sure yeah. and it's not that i mean whatevs i'm not i don't think it's gonna be that big of a deal and it's not gonna be 
Right. And if I don't think it's going to be a big deal, it's not going to be a big deal because it's only a big deal if I think it's going to be a big deal. If I worry about it, I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to smoke weed. Then I'm going to be thinking about it and I'll be worried about it. And then it'll be a big deal. And you're going to take that away from your vacation. Yeah, but if I'm not, it's like, it's not there. I don't have availability toward it. I'm not looking for it because I don't. I know I could get in trouble looking for it or I could get people around me in trouble looking for it or talking about it. So it's just going to be like, eh, whatevs. And if, if it organically pops up, though. <laughs> probably not yeah. because that could be somebody trying to entrap me in some strange way. Like, it's illegal there. Oh, I hope, yeah. I mean. They don't play. I, it's just, we'll see. I'm not going to, I'm just going to be like, I'm not going to actively seek anything out, really. Like, uh, the only thing I'm actively seeking out is, like, the best cheese pastry. That's it. <laughs> like, I'm not... Milo dough. I'm just not even looking for it. I'm not looking for men. I'm not looking for... I'm not looking for anything except a good pastry. That's pretty much it. Spanakopita. Yeah, all that stuff. Uh, uh, and and everyone's like, oh, you're gonna... Nah, prop, no, not my game. Oh, like, you're, oh, you're gonna what? No, guy, like, guys, you're gonna be on vacation on an island. Who fucking cares? Guys are, ugh. it would have to be such a special like thing. They'd have to have like not bad breath, and they'd have to <laughs> no seriously, and they'd have to be like super good look. I mean, I don't know. I think that it would just be like there'd be too much. It's I'm just not even. I just don't even care. I don't even care. We're well. Here's the thing. Whenever you go out looking for something, you usually don't find it anyway. So if it happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't. The point is, I'm on vacation. Uh, this is a mile. This is a total difference from jovial Pam last week to now. I got her get shut down. I'm stressed I'm the fuck out because I've got so much shit to do that so that I can leave, and I can't. I mean, that's the thing. Is like, it would be great if I could just say, "Eh, fuck this grant, fuck it." Nope. But I can't. I have to apply for it. I can't let somehow my last minute like laziness contribute to not having money in 2023 for a project that'll be in, you know, like I can't do that. So I can't not apply for the no, it's Phoenix money. day. I have to do it. I have to, I had to get the signatures. I have to fill out the stuff. I have to spend the time on the internet. I have to figure it out. I've got to send it in. Like, there's all of these things. It's like, but then I'm also worried because I've still got all my other stuff. Like, I'm still running my open mic tonight, and I'm, like, trying to get people to come to that and trying to work out the comedians that are going to be there and if they are and all that stuff and, like, getting there in time. And and then tomorrow I've got to work out, like, like it's just all the stuff. And I still have to feed myself and the cats and get my keys to people and... Like, there's just all this stuff. And not forget my passport. I'm already packed. All I have to do is socks for that. But it's like... Oh, you're ready to go. Well, I, because I don't have... Because I'm booked on Saturday night. I'm booked in Walnut Creek, which means I've got to travel out there, come back. And I have a friend from out of town who her Airbnb fell through, so she's spending the night that night. Oh, so you're hosting too. So I'm hosting someone too. Um, you know, and my plane leaves super, not super early on Monday morning, but it's like 11.40 a, so I want to leave the house at like 7 to be, to get to the BART, so that I can just get on BART to SFO, chill the fuck out, 
Like, be there, get through shit, be like, I'm on vacation, woo! Like, that's what I want Monday to feel like. And so I, you know, can't party Sunday. Everything has to just be like 7 a.m., everything's packed. I walk out the door. I don't have to worry about anything except walking to the BART. And everything's done. There's nothing to worry about. My cats aren't going to die. This place isn't going to burn down. All of the open mics are taken care of. Like, everything's going to happen. The place has money. The rent is paid. My rent is paid. Like, oof, you know? It's all... It's kind of how I'm feeling a little bit at work. <laughs> right? Um, it's not anxiety yet, but I have a feeling it's coming. Especially when you're learning things and there's different things that you're doing. So it's not just like Sunday streets. Now there's the neighborhood uh, environmental network program. Uh, and then there's Phoenix Day. So all these things are happening. And I'm learning about a lot of these projects as I go. And so it's just like, and then on top of that, making sure I'm doing it correctly. Like I have to make site maps. I got to learn how the ISCOT permits work, you know, city shit, making, uh, uh, having inter or interviews, meetings with like different uh, sergeants and officers of, you know, different departments about stuff like festivals and all that. And, and I'm learning permits, as permits aren't easy there. You have to jump through a lot of hoops. And if you're doing the permitting for all of Phoenix Day, that's 50 permit applications. And I guess if you're doing one, it's just like you just go boom, boom, boom. And you learn. Yeah. But if you're learning it, the first couple are like, what the fuck? But it's, but <laughs> it's, it's so it's, much. But it's like certain things like in some of the permits, for example, with the neighborhood uh, environmental network. So that, you know, some people, it's only in certain districts. So it's only in four districts, which is a good thing. Um, and we only take the, I think uh, the max is 60 applicants and what have you. But with that, some people are very picky. Like they want to have a bounce house on a small street oh. and then like stage. And then I have to, you know, virtually measure it, which that's something else that I'm learning as well. Sure. You know, cause I'm like, I didn't know Google Maps could do all this shit. You can't just so. put a bouncy house on the street. No, because you have to have, so for example, um, <laughs> this is news to me. Yeah. Well, you know, you can, but here's, you, you have to make sure you uh, have a street big enough for 14 foot emergency access lane. Huh. So, and those are usually in the middle of the street. Yeah. So if say the smallest bouncy house, I think is like 12 foot. Sure. So if I have a 24 foot wide street, so 14 of that that leaves me with 10 feet left. Right, 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 right. So right. there's no room. There's no room. To put a bouncy house. Right. So you have to have a front yard. Yeah, you can put on your front yard or your driveway if you have one. So sure. that totally. But, you know, people take advantage of the fact of like, yeah, I mean, I get it. And then people want to grill in the middle of the street. And that's a whole other. This is the funny thing I can imagine. They're like, yeah, you put a bouncy house in the street and then some kids in it and there's a car that goes by oh, and they get hit the, the bouncy house gets hit by no one's done it's that terrible. in a movie yet that'd be a funny movie scene right not funny i mean i guess it would be <laughs> you could do it as a slapstick if you had a couple adults in there and they were all like drunk or something and then someone came zooming around the corner and they hit the bouncy house and the bouncy house went bouncing well here's something that's even a little bit something that i saw in one of the applications is the house or the bouncy house is on a slanted hill. Oh. How is that going to work? 
So it's like physics properties of physics. Yeah, it it ain't with kids bumping up. I mean, you know, but these are the kind of things that I'm learning uh, as I go. But yet I'm also learning, you know, to be a little bit more savvier on my laptop and certain tricks sure, and stuff. Sure. So there's like a whole whole world that I'm learning all at once. And I'm not freaking out yet, but I am at that point where it's just like I I feel the anxiety coming. Yeah. Like today is like, you know, I tell them that, you know, they know I do the podcast on Tuesdays now. And so I was building a little site maps before I left. So, but it's, I'm also a, my worst critic. So uh-huh. I'm always yeah. making sure that, you know, am I, am I fucking up? Am I fucking like, I, you know, I turn into kind of Debbie Downer beat on herself. Oh yeah. So, you know, so I'm that. learning the process as I go yet. My vacation isn't until November. Wow. <laughs> and my birthday is coming up, and I'm not even thinking about that. Sure, sure, sure. But I'm, you know, I'm just enjoying everyone. I'm living through everyone else right now. Like, a friend of mine just got back from Belize. You're going to Greece. Yeah. Some other people. Uh, one of my coworkers just left today from uh, Puerto Vallarta. Ooh. So, you know, so I'm just, like, kind of like getting anxious for my freedom. <laughs> right well that's the thing is that it it, and if you can leave your work behind and actually have the freedom and like I really don't have a choice like I'm going to places where there might not be internet so and even the the only device I'm taking I'm not taking my laptop I'm only taking my phone you're not taking your um, no there's no reason to take my laptop not your laptop, but I thought you had a... Uh, no, I got stolen beginning of COVID with my bag. Oh, God. I yeah, shit. it's all bad. good. Um, but I'm not taking my laptop. I'm leaving that. I'm just taking my phone. And, um, I, I, you know, I don't even know. I'm not a video taker person. And I don't really even take pictures. I mean, I guess I'll start taking pictures. I don't know. I'm not really a picture taker kind of person. So... I mean, your smartphone takes photos, so there. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I mean, sure I'll do some of that stuff, but I'm but, not really like, I don't really feel like I have to worry about access to sharing things because I don't think I'm going to have a lot of access to internet for. If you do, it'll probably be sharing. mostly in Athens and stuff like that if yeah. you need to check but, something or. and I, But I don't feel like I'd have anything to share, like pictures or whatever like I, I don't know well I meant just to see about emails and like Facebook and what's going on with the station like just to oh. scroll through like just be like do 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 okay I'm done oh it would yeah. probably just stress me out I think that it's better to just let it go completely oh you're better because if I see yeah. you wait till like, you come back <laughs> well and I don't really care what's happening in other people's lives <laughs> for this month no honestly I'm serious I don't give a fuck and my Facebook and my, I don't really understand Instagram, but whenever I do see it, it's just other comedians being incredibly successful. And I, I don't care for this month. I'm not seeking out stage time in any meaningful way. I'm not booked anywhere. I'm not worried about being booked. I'm not even where I have no aspirations or goals in writing comedy or practicing it in any meaningful way. I'm just not interested in that. It's like, 
I don't, I don't know who I am outside of comedy. And I think it's time to remember like who I am as a person outside oh, okay. of, well, I mean, because clearly I'm not getting, I mean, I do get fulfilled by stage time, but it's not enough right now to fulfill me the stage time that I'm getting still. So I have to figure out like why that is and why I'm still providing myself so much stage time. And then why the need to feel the need to have so much stage time when other people are not clamoring for me to be on stage. So that's the thing is like, I see other people get booked and other people are like, yeah, we want to see them on stage. And you know, not a lot of people are like, oh yeah, we really want to hear what Pam has to say. We want to put Pam on stage. So it's like, I got to think and wonder like, why is that? And not worry or not worry about it and be like, well, am I putting on too much of a stage persona? Should I have less of a stage persona? I think you're overthinking because you're well, stressed. Maybe, but it's like, you know, maybe I just don't do maybe stage this is, time. Maybe this is the break that you, I mean, you need. I mean, everyone needs to break from their profession. Sure. You know, because this is your profession. It's, right. you know, yeah, so. My silly little profession. You know, and on top of that, You'll be on the beach, you'll be camping, there'll be things that you'll come back with, stories, something that will inspire you. You know, the yeah. thing is like, you know, it. And I just like to sit at, sit by the water and not think about anything. That's a beautiful thing. Too. Yeah, just sit and stare at the ocean and different, the different light and the different things. And it's totally different there. Like, and, and I remember some of it, and I, I mean, it's been three years since I've been there, but I, once I get, used to the muni map their their tram map again i'll be fine and i'm gonna like i'm gonna do like what i tell people to do here in the city that they don't do all the time is just get on public transit and go somewhere and I then agree. get off and walk around I agree. like i'm gonna my first tram adventure is gonna be you can take the train all the way to the end and there's a bunch of beaches at the end of athens and i'm gonna take the train all the way to the beach and i'm gonna get some you know, sunblock and stay on and be on the beach and play in the water. Yeah, I'm gonna get some sunblock and some, you know, cold Eat. fix, cold fix. They, that's the beer. Their beer is called Fix, which is great. Fix my life. Eat, eat on the beach and shit. Yeah, I'll have some some pastries on the beach and um and like you know see all the different beaches in Athens. I've never been to a beach in Athens and the people because that's where the I assume people that live in Athens that don't get to go to the islands and they want to be at the beach. It's a beautiful beach. I saw pictures. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to go, I'm going to go out to the end of like the end of the line on their tram on every corner and then kind of like walk around and see what the fuck get is up. Get lost. Well, not lost. I, but I mean, yeah. that's what, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Vacation yeah. loss. Not, Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Not lost, lost. No, no. But like, um, yeah, so like I have no plan, but kind of a loose plan, and and if I could just get over this tiny sickness, dude, you are not this time next week, ladies and gentlemen. She will be like, "What happened last week?" Fuck. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. Well, no, it's just um, yeah, I'm excited to do something different and not not six open mics a week because. There was a minute there where it was getting really fun because I was like super hanging out with people, but then a couple of them got into relationships with each other, so now all they do is spend time with each other. And so now, 
it's it's not who I'm thinking about is nah it's just comedians there's a couple comedians that have paired off and that's fine good for them and they're like all you know honeymoon stage well it's great I mean it's it's fine it's just it's what I've always sort of like dreamed of is the having a relationship with another comedian where like you can people know about it but they don't know about it you can write about it it's still fun you show up places together like it's exciting at least I would think in the beginning and then also it grows into something where you're like doing it together and you help you you run things by each other and it's it's like having a little built-in comedy pal um and then you you know it's it's a real intimate thing it's a neat intimate thing to but here's the share con. your writing with somebody here's the con to it it can you both could be competing at the same time well and, and i liked that when i was in a relationship with a comedian i enjoy because i thrive off competition i see so like <laughs> you know tell me i can't do something or tell me a joke isn't funny and i'll make i'll make everyone laugh and be like oh is it not funny <laughs> um no i enjoyed like okay it was great when i had my relationship drummer comedian aaron, aaron barrett. barrett yeah he was amazing and still we're really great friends and where um, is he at? He lives in the city. He works at Docs, um, huh. up on Mission, and he's bartender. He still, oh, still drums for Clock. Floating Goat. Yeah. Oh, okay. We um, hung out not too long ago in the late night in his um, drummer cave, and uh, sang karaoke, sang just Billy Joel song after Billy Joel song. Uh, <laughs> it was great. It was super great. Yeah. <laughs> it made your heart melt. Well, I just love Billy Joel so much. Exactly. Um, but no, he's doing great. I mean, that's good. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, if that's our, anyway, that's sort of my dream. But none of the, you know, none of the, none of the guy comedians are into me. So that's fine. That's fine. Kind of a bummer, but whatever. It would be, and you know, there's there's always new ones that show up, and you know, maybe when I come back from Greece, I'll be, I'll, you know, my my armpit hair is gonna be that much longer. <laughs> um, and maybe that'll, I don't know, maybe I'll finally like, you know, transition. No, I, I man, just treat me like a guy, just. Gay, I'm a gay guy. Yeah, you need to get on that plane. No, I, know. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. It's just when you're around the same people all the time, and you know, and you're hearing their material, and uh, so you feel like you know them. Anyways, yeah. Okay, when you come back next month, it'll... oh, I'm you sure. Yeah. I'm sure things will be different. I mean, I, I if this is usually, ladies and gentlemen, the stress before you go off to a place, not for a week, not for two weeks, but for a whole month. So, yeah, it's a month. I mean, it's not like, uh, hey, can you feed my cat for this week? No, it's like, I actually have to prepare for like my life while I'm not here. So yeah, that shit's stressful. And especially like with work and then your personal life. And then if you have pets, which, you know, Thank cat goodness. dad's coming through so yeah that's, good. Pat, that's one thing that's scratched off because that's usually the one that really sucks too yeah um but um yeah you uh-uh it's you, gonna, you'll be all right you'll be all right be, it'll be fine and, you, and it doesn't i mean it's like i just have to realize that it's not that big a deal anyways like i mean it would suck if the stream went down and it was down all month and no one knew how to that. fix it we're knocking but, wood right now. Don't put that e even in the atmosphere, Pam. I know. <laughs> Don't even put it's that just, in It's just, it's like, if the garbage can was stolen, then what else is going to be? Anyways, these are all minutiae. This is all just silly minutiae. And I'm sure that once I 
am not here. And I also have to tell myself, like, I've saved up for this. I deserve this. And it's not even that expensive. Right. It's going to be less than $1,500 all told, which is crazy. Crazy. I mean, that's one thing that stresses people out, especially when they come back, is money. Oh, yeah, that's not even. That's not going to be an issue no, for you. Not so even a little. Just I'm let that. Let that sink in. I yeah, mean, that's, that's pretty. Yeah, that's I'm I'm lucky that I have that squared away, which is crazy. Anyway, because I'm like I squared it away myself. I think the hard thing, and this is like therapy moment, but the hard thing is that it's hard for me to give myself affirmation for being like, yes, I own this business, and I am able to without debt currently and without credit cards operate not only my own life but the life of the station financially so you know the overhead is a lot and I cover it all the time and I have to like pat myself on the back and be like yes I am a strong independent feminist that doesn't get a lot of support I mean I do I have there's support from I have my tech guy and uh, Richard Kiss, God bless him, and Suggest, who is amazing, my accounts, um, his savior. And there's a lot of people. There's 10 people coming together to make sure that during this month that I cannot be here. And so there are there is a lot of support out there, and I'm very thankful for it. Um, That's one thing that you should also count your blessings on. Right. It's just, and plus, it doesn't help you being sick. <laughs> That's probably what the real kicker is there. You and know. the only reason I'm sick is that it was poor communication from San Francisco. General. They shouldn't have sent me home with the poopy stuff <laughs> if it wasn't for the next. Because I looked at it and I'm like, all right, I guess this is what we're doing at the next thing. Like, and I had it in my schedule, the 21st. And it was just like, anyway, my bad. They're bad. Oh, they're bad. Yeah. It was a combination of miscommunications that caused me. And I mean, it sucks, but it's like. How weird is, I mean, but I put my body through a lot for that. And now I'm continuing to put my body through a lot because of that. And it just sucks because I know that's going to happen again. I have to, that's the other bummer. And that's why I cried for like 10 minutes on the table before they came in and removed my IUD. I just broke down because I was oh, like, no. well, because I was fasting for 24 hours and yeah. I just cleaned out my entire colon. And I, it was like, oh my God. And then to realize that this project process isn't happening and that I have to do this again. I have to go through this again someday where I have to take this crazy stuff and starve myself. And like, I, and the, like the one good thing that came out of it is like, I was like, Oh, I don't have an eating disorder anymore because if I had an eating disorder, I would have enjoyed that process. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Back in the day when I was in high school, if I would have found out there was like a medical thing, like cleanse like that. Oh my God. I would have been, been doing addicted. it once a month at least, and I'd be eating like a pound of C's candy the day before, and then I'd just poop it all out. I mean, wow, that stuff is powerful. I would, oof. <laughs> if I was seriously, if I was in high school and I would have known that stuff existed when I was at the height of my eating disorder, I would have maybe killed myself by eating so much because I would have eaten like, I mean, I would have eaten a whole, I mean, I ate a whole box of cereal anyways, but I would eat like, oh my God, 
a whole pound of candy and a whole box of cereal. Like, oh, it's not only it out. it's not only that. Oh my God, there's this colon cleanse, but there's also other laxatives and other things. So it just adds on to the combo. Oh, of like, I would have if I would have known that was an option. I, that would have really fucked me up. But yeah. I'm glad it wasn't because it yeah. would have really fucked your system. Yeah, up. I would, that would have been real bad. Yeah. But now, but now I know. Like that's maybe the one good thing that came out of this is that. Oh, I I won't. I won't. I don't have an eating disorder anymore. It's the same thing that happened when I did DMT. I was like, oh, I'm not suicidal anymore. That's great. Like that was the that was my takeaway from DMT, because the aliens were trying to take me on the ship, and I was like, I ain't fucking going with you. I'm not gonna die. I don't want to go. Uh-uh. Life is too good. Fuck you guys. And when I came out of it, everyone's like, you were freaking out. I was like, aliens were trying to take me on the motherfucking ship. I'm not going. Because I thought that going on the ship, I would die. And so I didn't want to go. So when I came out of that trip, that was my one takeaway. It was like, this was awful, but I'm not suicidal anymore. That's fucking cool. And then now. Check that off the list. Check that off the list. It's the same thing when I did the fentanyl patch. And I was like, and I hated it. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm never going to be addicted to heroin. Awesome. (laughs) So now I know I'll never be addicted to heroin. I'm not suicidal anymore. And I don't have an eating disorder. Like I can check off like. I guess the, and I guess the next time that you have to go through the process before you, you know, get what it's, you're not getting your colon, colon cleanse, but it's the process that you have to go through in order to. So, so what you have to do is they give you this huge, like gallon bucket thing. And at the bottom of it is this weird white powder. And you put in a whole gallon of water, maybe even more. It could be like a gallon, two liters, gallon and a half. It's a lot. It's a big square. And you put water in it and then you make it cold. And it's weird and thick and kind of viscous. And you have to drink it. A cup at a time. It took me a whole day to drink half of it because it's so hard to drink. Is it? Oh, God. It's like, it's, and then you start pooping and then like you can't be more than five feet from the, because all of a sudden you're like, "Ah!" you have to be, be, you have to be so close to a toilet. It's insane. And like, and it just, all you can do is sip and sip and poop and poop and sip and poop. And then if you get hungry, there's nothing. You can suck on lollipops or popsicles. Everything has to be clear. You can't have fruit with, like, no soup. So the, the last, well, you can have soup, but it has to be totally clear. And I just wasn't prepared. The last thing I had was a few sips of a smoothie that had um, kiwi seeds in it. And that was the last stuff to come out of my body were a couple kiwi seeds. And it was so funny. I was like, well, there they are. But it was a whole 24 hours of just... Laying around, drinking this stuff, pooping, laying down, drinking water, drinking drinking this stuff, trying to drink regular water, but you can't. So you're basically like dehydrating yourself, but you're drinking water, but it's got more dehydrated in it. And you're trying to, and you're not allowed to eat anything solid. So I was like sucking on things and. And you're hungry too, right? Then you're hungry. And so I was like reading recipes and trying not, and I had all this food in my house that I really wanted to eat. And I had like sour cream and I could drink coffee, but I couldn't put cream in it. It was a nightmare. It was really difficult. And it was like. It was horrible, and I had to, and I did it, and I didn't have to do it. But so there's two silver linings. Three, one, I'm not, I don't have an eating disorder anymore. Two, I know what to do next time. So I'm gonna make a bunch of like chicken broth that has like a lot of that has a skim off the fat, so it's just the broth. You do miso soup. 
Can you do that, or is it too flat? No, it's got it's got to be clear. I can have coffee. I can have. Um. So yeah, it sucks, but I know what I can do now, and I might even. I don't know. I know how to get it done. So I'm prepared. And then the third silver lining is that I stole their fucking Martha Stewart. I stole their Martha Stewart. I stole the May Martha Stewart. It was really good. And I got some really good recipes. I read it four You're times. And I, yeah, I stole that fucking Martha Stewart. Because I was like, it's COVID. And I've read it once in here. Nobody wants to touch this thing after me. <laughs> so I took it home and I read it four times. And it's, it's a good one. And I learned a new really easy cheese Danish puff pastry with store-bought puff pastry and uh, and uh, cream cheese and, and apricot jam or you know you can use fresh apricots but it's it's a really it's a real quick and easy apricot Danish homemade I'm curious about one thing you got your ID or ID yeah. IUD out yeah I have it around my neck right here where did they take it out at out of my uterus that's right yeah so it's I'm wearing it right here here's my IUD uh, I kept it. The doctor laughed so hard. Like, after she calmed me down, because I was crying. I was having a breakdown, because I was tired. I was and hungry. Tired and hungry, <laughs> and I'd done this whole thing for nothing. And the nurse did not know how to deal with me, and so the doctor comes in. And that's the other thing. I think the only reason she let me keep my IUD is that I was having... losing my fucking mind. And she laughed, and she goes, no one's ever asked for it. I don't see why not. Um... Was it painful at all? Or? Taking it out, it was, for a second it was. Oh, God. But it's fine. Uh, she, she, was, she goes, cough, cough, cough. And then I was like, ah! She pulled out, I was like, ah! Oh, but it's fine. It's just getting it past the cervix. Or getting it, I don't know what happened. But she <laughs> got it out. But I've got it now. And um, it's just, it's like witchcraft to me that this little piece of plastic with some copper wiring wrapped around it in these little places... Keeps out all the dead babies for nine years. Oh. That's crazy, right? So I years. kept it. Nine years it was inside me. It's been through many, many chapters of Pam. Yeah. I mean, go IUD. Anyway. That's, I mean, what's that's really funny because that's like one of the things that they're trying to do right now with contraception. Is give IUDs? No. Oh. Take them away. <laughs> You know, uh, that doesn't make any sense. I it, I know we touched on it uh, very lightly last week where, you know, the Supreme Court wants to go after uh, contraception. It's but so crazy. But here's the funny thing. This is something I was reading yesterday, how some Republican voters um, are like, well, wait a minute. Doesn't that defeat the purpose of an abortion? Some of them are scratching their heads. Because yeah. I'm like, you know, these are the people you vote in. They Don't you ever listen to them? They're not just only pro-lifers. They really mean what they say. They don't want you to have... Inter They're in your bedroom and your womb and your penis. Yeah, that doesn't make sense because IUDs... The only thing bad about an IUD, and the reason that they don't want to give them to you sometimes unless you are in a monogamous relationship, is that it can be dangerous for STDs. Like... If you're super slutty ho-ho, which is fine, all power to you, but you're not using condoms because you're like, I have an IUD, so shoot away, brother, which is fine. But if they've yeah. got, you're going to get the clap and you're going to get the chlamydia. It's not just a flower. It's not a H flower. HIV. All the H HIV. All the around. things. So I can understand. Monkey pox. Sure. I can understand from 
the perspective of safety from STDs if you aren't take like I, I okay so that I get but then also it's nobody's business really so no. if but that's the thing is that I mean it, when I was when I was married I can't believe they didn't well that's because they the reason they use the pill is they say well you're newly married what you don't know when you're gonna want to have a baby and it's easier just to get off the pill because it's just a pill and then it's a month and then you try and then there you go. Instead of a IUD where you put it in, you never know, and you got to take it out. It's more <laughs> permanent. So, so I can understand why they do that. But there's no reason why people shouldn't have IUDs. Like, or any kind of contraception, period. It's like, the best way to go. I mean, it's the best for the environment. Like, condoms can't be that good for the environment. Most men don't like and they wear them anyway. I've, 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 I've been always afraid of IUDs because I just remember some of my friends in high school and college had IUDs and it, it didn't work for them. Um, some, um, oh no, it was IUDs. I'm sorry. Um, I was afraid. I well, was mostly implant. afraid. I was more afraid of uh, the implant yeah, coming inserted of me. I was the NORAD the implant. Yeah. Yeah, but I also was more afraid of the shot. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, because with that, it's just you, hormones, hormones, hormones. And then though. you would gain weight. Some of my friends gain weight with the shot and stuff. So I'm just yeah. like, I'm gonna go very, very basic and just do pills. Yeah. Um, because I started to real, I started, I was pretty good about taking them on point, with the exception of when I got pregnant that one time. Um, yeah, you got to take them every day. Yeah, but it's a you lot know, to think about. That's fascinating, you know. You have IUD jewelry now. I have I have IUD on my necklace. I know it's weird, but it was with me for a long time, and it did me. It did it did good. It kept the, and also still I just had my, I had the whole screening. I had no STDs, so I've never had an STD. I don't even have HPV. Like I can't believe how clandestine. I, maybe I was supposed to be a nun. Here's the other thing. This is like way too much information but it's it's menopause and i'm gonna give everybody the fucking memo okay the memo on menopause this is the newest most awful thing that's happened to my vagina so when your estrogen dips dangerously low and you can get hormone therapy replacement and i don't want to do it but the vaginal skin becomes less elastic mm -hmm. and it's tightening and so my vagina is so small. I never had a kid. And it, I mean, she had to use her smallest speculum to get in there. It is tight. And so it hurts to have sex right now. Like, I mean, I haven't done it in a couple weeks, but I mean, it's, that's the other thing is when I go to Greece, I'm not going to have any casual sex with anybody because I can't. It would take so long and someone would have to go so slow to try to fit in there. You because, were turning a lot of men on right now. <laughs> no, but it's it's like too much. It hurts. Like it's it's difficult. It's like it would take too long, and I don't think anybody would have the patience on a one night stand or a one, on what like they don't. It's and I wouldn't feel comfortable enough telling somebody like, hey, it's not gonna. Ha just so you know, like this is not happening. It would just be too embarrassing to be like, so. Is that why it was kind of painful, you think, taking the IUD out? Oh, no, that, okay. was, that, oh, that was... Oh, that was something... It just always hurts a little okay. bit. But no, but it hurts to have sex.
Well, yeah. Uh, oh my god. Well, like, but only, and it's not once it's kind of in. It's in, but it's it's like once just the tip is passed. That's the part. So it's right at the opening. Is like really the Virgin. skin has tightened, and it's like um, I can use some like weird lotiony creamy thing that's supposed to be hormonal in the area but then i've got like weird creamy jizzy stuff on me i don't know i don't know what to do i think it's just wise to just shut the whole situation down just shut it down don't just you don't have lock to lock it up you don't have to shut up shut down the club i think don't I, shut down the club i think that i was supposed to be i think i was cursed by that nun at that funeral when i was seven or eight years old my grandmother's cousin or somebody was a nun and we were at the nunnery here in the city and we were at the nunnery and there was a dead nun and then they were like go kiss the dead nun i'm like i don't even want to look at the dead nun and one of the nuns walked up to me and said are you going to be a good little nun when you grow up and i was like ew no (laughs) and i think the nun cursed me and that is why i never had any kids and i you never wanted to well, I think that I was supposed to try out every relationship. So, like, I was married, blah, blah, blah. And I had that kind of relationship, blah, blah, blah. I think that he would have been into it. he had them. I don't know. Maybe. That's what I'm thinking, though, also, is that I have the IUD out, and I'm going to have sex, and it's going to be my thunder egg. The last thunder egg is going to drop, right? And I'm going to have my last egg is going to get impregnated. And then what do I do? What if my last thunder egg the last one in the kitty like i haven't had a period in over a year since like last july uh, june june may june july last year was my last i can't even remember my last period so i might have one one left up there right and what would happen can you imagine right like the one egg. After being this responsible all this time. All this time. With it but, wearing around your neck. But then I was, I mean, I was off the pill with my ex-husband for a long time. We were trying and trying and trying, and it just never happened. And we were trying for like a year and a half. And then with his new, he got pregnant before he married his second wife uh, with her. So something was going on, right? And then, so that's the thing. I feel like. And this is all hypothetical in a reality, like a dream reality that would never happen because obviously I'm in menopause. I mean, I haven't had a period in over a year. I think that the last thunder egg has dropped. I don't know. But wouldn't it be amazing? Women's bodies are tricky as fuck. Right? But wouldn't it be amazing if I got pregnant and it was a weird geriatric pregnancy with my last thunder egg? Then it would become the question of, was this supposed to happen? And especially if I like am weed free for a month and I come back and I'm not, not that I am trying and I'm not even having regular sex with anyone. I mean, I'm having sporadic sex with one person. Hypothetical. Right. Hypothetically. So my question would be is, would you carry it? Would you keep it? Right. Wouldn't that be funny though? If I take a month off and then I quit smoking because I'm not going to smoke in Greece. And I come back, and then I'm still not smoking, and I get pregnant, and then I go, oh, what do I do? Would I have the thunder baby, the miracle baby? Probably because 
I would probably die in childbirth. Oh my God, Pam. And it would be, <laughs> and then, and then someone would else would have to take care of my no. spawn, which would be so funny. You would not die at childbirth. I think that would be it. That would be funny. It would be like the virgin, it would be like the opposite virgin. But then here would be the thing. What if it was I know a special needs I, I baby? I know you're going over there. Wouldn't that be funny though? I, wouldn't it be funny if, if I'm not allowed to have, this would be funny. I'm not allowed to have an abortion. In, I'm not allowed to have an abortion. I get pregnant. I'm like, all right, I'm going to have this baby. I haven't been smoking pot. I'm not smoking pot. I'm not doing cigarettes. No cigarettes, no pot. All right. Having the baby. Have the baby. Baby has special needs. I die. Then my special needs baby becomes a ward of the state. It's their fault. They have to take care of it now. Right? You've just been so dark. Is on that this. too? Is that too much? <laughs> Should I sell this to Netflix? And then the baby, and then that the little the little retard baby is like the is like a, they follow it around from its babiness all the way up. It's like a Netflix special. It's like it's like um it's like that movie with the the guy that uh he's super famous, Jim Carrey, and he's the Truman Show, like the Truman Show, except the baby's born and. There's a there's a deal with Netflix, and it's like oh no the mother died so actually the baby belongs to Netflix. I think the I, the baby belongs to Netflix, and they just follow it around, and it's the it's the baby that is constantly televised. They find out what happens to the weird. See, I'm baby. I'm thinking the opposite. I if you were I would be thinking, and if you were going to turn the Pam show into a Netflix Pam show. It would be a woman in her late 40s has a, who's a single woman ends up having her last egg and she thinks she's menopausal and she has a child and she lives in the big city yeah. uh, trying to figure it all out as as a 48-year-old woman with this infant. Uh, it, it'll be like... Um, the infant is easy. I'm fine with babies because I've been a nanny. Like, I've dealt with... I've dealt with, like, nine infants. I've dealt with so many children. Children are easy babies babies are the easiest the only thing that's difficult honestly is like vaccinations <sighs> going to school i think the school thing would be hard vaccinations going to the doctor like going to the de daycare Daycare. all the ugh. that's robert i right mean there. but no i mean would i i would though i would just have a baby if i let's say i had a baby america oh my god <laughs> The baby would be here, just strapped to me, and it'd be annoying as fuck. It would be cute. Sure, but annoying. Yeah. Because all the time it's like, oh, I guess I got to put music on. The baby's freaking out. <laughs> on top of earlier how stressed you were. Oh, my God. On top of having a, a, a child strapped onto you. Yeah, this imaginary baby. But that's what women do every day. I know. Uh, that's Women but, who work, women who work. work. <laughs> but I I think that would be a better Netflix show. It would be grossly irresponsible for me as an old woman to have a baby. As false. a geriatric pregnancy. I disagree because what I also see an episode of is your ass trying to hand trying to handle it with these younger bitches, these younger moms trying to sign into daycare or mommy, you know, on all that shit and just having to deal with the different elements of like 
a Karen or a Susan, you know. They're all. calling me grandma. Jesus Christ. Like the, you know, the old lady, like, oh, are you the grandmother? No, I'm the mother. See? Ha, 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 laughs. Uh, you know. No, I just, I just keep calling myself the nanny. That's the thing, man. <laughs> I just call myself the nanny. That show hasn't been written yet. Does the government pay me? That's the thing. If you have your own baby, you don't get paid for it. But what if you're your own nanny? Can I pay myself? That doesn't make any sense. PPP loan. Yeah. <laughs> Are they still passing those out? Uh, not anymore. No. Uh, it, would, it would be grossly irresponsible for me to have a child. I disagree. I, I disagree. Now, that sounds like I wouldn't keep it. But I don't think it would be re- irresponsible because you were actually so responsible that hey i thought my last egg was bye-bye and mother nature said nope because women's bodies are tricky and you know it's not like i'm having it's don't worry america who's not listening uh i'm not (laughs) you don't want me to have a baby and i don't want to have a baby oh my god we're not wishing that on her well no and that's the thing if it actually happened my vagina is so small now that it'd oh, have to be a C-section. Yeah, no, they'd have to okay. do it out of a C-section. Okay, I don't that's, think that's that I could literally birth a baby through. my The elasticity of my vagina is like, no more babies. We don't even want dicks in here anymore, let alone babies coming out. Like, th- we don't want shit coming in. We don't want shit coming out. Uh-uh. Now, that would be something. Now, that is actually, I think that's one of the most important things to think about Closed as well. Closed up tight. Because, you know, because... That's usually how women die from childbirth. If you can't get a C-section, you know, like. I don't want to bleed to death. Yeah. I mean, my mom told me when I was coming out of her, I felt like, you know, I was ripping her in half. And ever since she's told me that when I was a kid, that's why I haven't had any. Well, it's literally, it changes your hips. Your hips, Mm -hmm. your hips spread and change in a different way. They widen to allow for the baby's head over time when you're pregnant and 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 then finally it like passes past this point and that's when you have the baby is like all right it's too big to carry anymore here we go so yeah i definitely have to have a c-section i I mean i was even thinking that at this point i kind of rather do anal like it really hurts (laughs) to have vaginal sex right now like not to be i'm so graphic so i don't care anyways but i have to be on top and I have to like slither down like really, really slowly to make it like happen. And then that's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just not, yeah. yeah. And it's just not that interesting to have sex with me because of what I can and can't do position wise without being in a lot of pain, unless somebody's into giving somebody pain and then I'm your girl because <laughs> I'm going to have a lot of trouble. Um, Can you do Kegels? Is that? Oh no, it's very strong. That's the thing. Is it's oh, like it's, it's, it's literally it's just, the skin is so tight that it's like ah, right. I know it's a bummer. These are all these new things that I didn't know were going to happen to my body. Nobody told me any of this. And when I did the research online, and then I went into my doctor and told her, she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you're going through menopause, all right." She's like, "That's pretty common." So, like, I started all this. Wow. I have, I'm not looking forward to that part. Well, but it happens a lot later because people are really surprised that I'm 47 and I'm this far into it. They're like, oh, that's already happening to you? I'm like, yeah. 
So it's pat like just night sweats, please. That's par for the course now. I'm gonna miss those when they're gone. Just kidding, no, they're awful. <laughs> I didn't know my eyelids could sweat this much. It's a nightmare. It's um and that's the thing, it's like I don't really wanna have sex with anybody because they'd have to be in my house, in my space, and it would be difficult to have sex with them. And then I sweat at night. So I don't want them to sleep over. So it's like and I wouldn't feel comfortable with a stranger snuggling me. So it's kinda like it's sort of a lose-lose for everybody. Like, although I'm horny and I want to, have, you know, have sex and stuff, I just don't think that it's an option because it it's so difficult. So it's not like I can just, like, one-night stand it or whatever. It's like, you know, you got to, like, <laughs> roll with the punches. So, anyway. I wish you guys would have saw the, what she just did. I'm so like, uh, it's just... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but then that's the thing it could be like I mean I guess but I don't want to I don't like sucking dick that much you know it doesn't like get me all excited like I want oh she going on vacation next week y'all we'll probably you know <laughs> she's, yeah, she's, we'll she's see. having a week well no we'll see if I'm interested it's just that I'm definitely not interested in sucking a stranger's dick but you're not that kind of broad anyway. Well, no, because it just, I would feel subjugated. Yeah. Like, I don't want to feel it, subjugated by a stranger. Yeah, if you don't find it sexy or attractive, it, that's not that's not your jam. No. For other slurs, like my my old self, some I'm, I just like it because it's like a sport. Well, well I, used to, I used to like it because it made me think that that, because I was making that person happy but it was always a per it would never like a one night stand person I wanted to make happy. It was always like a person that I was trying to impress or yeah, well, there's really, it's like, cause I liked you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's how I well, learned I that you like, like you let someone know you like them as you give them blowjob. But then, well, I was talking about whole intercourse, the whole shebang. I like, I'm not just going to give you head and I don't get anything out of that. Fuck that. You right. I usually, what I've learned, because in, in your early 20s, you do some really goofy shit. I learned I'm not giving head first. Oh, Somebody, that's a good rule. I do not, you know. That's a I really have, good rule. My thing is this. I have, you know, when I've let that guard down, it's because I've probably known that person. Sure. Or what have you. But the majority of the time when I was out doing my thing, I would be like, no. Let's see what he does. Well, I can't imagine anybody's going downtown because I haven't shaved in over a month. I haven't shaved. <laughs> I haven't shaved since since I cut my vestibule. Since I so it was June twelfth. So June twelfth, I was trying to clean up the crash site with some bush trimming shears in the kitchen. I was using my pot trimming shears literal bush uh oh who's here i just heard a bike slow up okay. you might know him. you're popular you know me i don't know nobody okay oh hi uh uh there might be in the back um uh maybe yeah hold on just a sec yeah we're on the we're on the air Oh, okay. Yeah, well, in a sec, we'll go, uh, we'll wrap up and then I'll sell you a t-shirt. Cool. <laughs> right on. 
Well, I have a, I have a couple different incarnations. Incarnations. We'll see what size if we have size for you. Well, this was at the Alta cast. Do we have any other things to? Uh, let's see. Do you think oh. that is a good premise for a joke? My thunder egg baby that I. Is that too dark? Is it funny or is it too I dark? I think it's funny. And then I die I'm in childbirth. Think, I'm trying to think of how would you come up with Thunder Egg? Oh, because there's a band called Thunder Egg. Oh, oh. Okay. And it, they're just awesome. And I just thought, I just thought my last egg would be a. Th- I mean, a, I guess I could call it something else. A, I was just asking. I, I don't want, you know. I think because the thunder of the gods boomed down and said, "This go. baby shall be real." Because the power of the. I guess. Clash, clash. Could you honestly, though, if I, if I, if I went to Greece this month, and I didn't smoke pot and I didn't smoke cigarettes, and then I came back, and I had relations with my person, and it happened, I would probably keep it, which is super selfish and totally crazy. What is that? Oh my God, that's not selfish. No, because I'd be because I'd be putting another something on the dole because because I'd get more food stamps because I'd have a dependent. <laughs> no, I'd get I, more food stamps. I, I think at this point you'd be like, well, shit. If it was meant to be, goddamn. Exactly. Well, then you I'd know. be but then, but then I'd be like, oh my God, it's okay. Do I believe in God? Fine. And then I'd know the truth is real, and I'm gonna die during childbirth. <gasps> okay. <laughs> so. I will see you when I come back from Greece. I'll see you in September, baby. Yeah. Um, I'll miss you. I'll miss you, too. Hold I it down. See, work hard. I want to see some photos of some pastries. I will. Yes. That is the one thing I will be doing is. And a beach. That beach the only beach. thing I know I'm doing for sure is taking pictures. I'm finding the best cheese pastry in uh, in uh, Athens. There's no doubt in my mind that I can do that. That I can accomplish that task. In a month. I know I can do it. Do you believe me? Uh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, All right. This has been the AltaCast. I'll be back in a month. Thanks for listening. Doing the therapy. Everybody, be nice to a lady in menopause.
Get up, Flossy. It's a monster. at your bones you won't have a single atom left to cry
I'm getting old, it's hard to face. No respect, no respect. But during sex, I lose my place. No respect, no respect. Steak and sex, my favorite pair. No respect, no respect. I have them both the same way, very rare. No respect, no respect. I know I'm old, I could go any minute. No respect, no respect. I got a kidney-shaped pool with a stone in it. No respect, no respect. Dr. Vinny Boombox, that's another one. No respect, no respect. I said I want to stop aging, he gave me a gun. No respect, no respect. I told him I got water on the knees. He gave me a sponge and raised his fee. What's the matter, Rodney? Oh, it ain't easy being me. It's just rapping Rodney. Ain't rap to type, no, no. Rapping Rodney. Get out of sight, it's just Rappin' Rodney, make no mistake for old Rappin' Rodney, can't get a break. Oh, give me a break, play something from the 40s.
No, but dogs are smart, really are. I mean, a guy meets a girl, he's not sure if he likes her, takes her out a few times, spends all kinds of money. A dog don't do this. Dog goes, I would want smell. She's for me, knows right away, you know? <laughs> no, but women have a lot of control, I'll tell you that. I can tell when they go to ladies' room. You know, a woman never goes and she has to go. She always goes to someone else. Well, I hear them talk. Well, I hand bone, hand bone. How do you do? Very well, thank you. How far are you? shake you no how 
not olden, olden, olden. It is unwanted. Wanting, wanting. Am I not broken, stolen? Am I not crinkled, cranky, poison? Am I not glinty-eyed and frozen? Am I not aged, shaky, glazing? Am I not hazy, guarded, craven? Am I not only stingy, little? Am I not simple, little? Was I not over, over, ridden? Take a psychedelic circus journey to the dark side of the moon with Bow and Arrow Presents Dark Side of the Circus, a psychedelic circus show set to Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Playing for one weekend only, September 16th through 18th at Dance Mission Theater. Tickets available now at darksideofthecircus.brownpapertickets.com. Mutiny Radio listeners can get a $25 ticket with promo code MUTINY420. Bow and Arrow will see you soon on the dark side of the moon. Uh, Dan Frank. Dan Frank? He already went. He was the guy from Albany. He was great. I have got to get better at hosting. Hang on one moment while Charity. Sorry? McHenry? Is there a McHenry? Ah. Sorry, what was the name? Jacob McHenry. Jacob McHenry. All right. I promise the next intro will be smoother. Jacob McHenry, everybody. I got that legendary. They call it Bubbleberry. Pounds at the house, and I ain't talking about Brown. All right. I was watching TV earlier today. Uh, 
It's all the show. It's called uh, Top 10 Wild Animal Attacks uh, Caught on Camera. Not sure if any of you guys have seen this, uh, but if you have, let me know if you noticed this. Uh, wild animals don't seem to like uh, white people at all, man. <laughs> they don't. I started noticing a disturbing pattern. Every video was a white dude being viciously emission. Church house. I got down on my bending knee. I prayed. I prayed all night. I prayed. Deacon Jones, pray for me. Church house. I got down on my knee. I begged Deacon Jones to pray for me. He said, Son, hear my hand. Deacon Jones. 